No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to another fabulous edition of Word Bros. I'm Kevin Cup. Hey Kevin, I'm Bob. And together we are two dope boys in a Cadillac. That's right, we are the Word Bros. We are having ourselves the time of our lives. We are the Ringo-nominated Word Bros. Are you a comics professional listening to this podcast? If you are, go to RingoAwards.com and you can vote for Metal Shark Bro Volume 2 for best humor book for 2020-2021. And we need your votes, so please do do that. We would greatly appreciate you voting. We feel like we're the underdogs in this fight. So, I mean, if you like the underdog situation, you can bet on us. Yeah. You can can put your money down and hit that button and vote for the word pros. Yeah, man, we can win uh, best humor humor comic. That'd be amazing. Speaking of amazing, we have a very great guest this week. Who's our guest, Kevin? It's David Crispino, who is love, the writer-creator of Ancient Noise. I love me some David Crispino. He's a very good dude. Um, we're really excited to talk to him. Ancient Noise is a great book. This is what, issue number five? They're doing it's, the trade on Kickstarter? It's the finale. It's the finale yeah, of, of his indie uh, comic book. And there's other books you can get on there, other works from David and Tony. And he's working with our main man, Tony Gregori, on this. So, um Go check it out and back the book. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, no, I feel the same way, David. I I I am pro mask. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't think I'll ever go back to not wearing a mask. I just love I think, it. I think you might be right. Um, there's certain things that I do. Um, without wearing a mask, but most of the time I'm wearing a mask, and it's nice. And there, it it's is right. Like, it, it's almost like uh, you're like Linus, and you have your little, got your little blanket with you. Yeah, I love my mask. Like I'm gonna wear a mask forever and ever. It's just, it's so nice and comforting and you can mouth mean things to people and they can't see what you're saying and it's perfect like it's just really wonderful like you motherfucker and you as long as you keep the eyes like the eyes are friendly like i fucking hate your guts and then like oh look that's fine they're cool with everybody yeah Yeah. i think my i got a problem though because i'm always like i'm always frowning or i'm always like you have a First. hard, you have a hard face. Like you got a hard, <laughs> like, like you don't take no shit kind of face. Like you, you yeah. might, you might be in a motorcycle gang kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some stuff, man. You've seen some shit. I bet. Like I bet. Who's that? Who's that mean man in that mask? All I see is his eyes and Dave, frowning. I He's bet, just... Dave, you're the kind of guy I bet that's been in a bar and like grabbed a beer bottle and broken it off and like pointed the shard edges at somebody. Like I'll fucking cut you, man. Like I could see you being that kind of dude. I have not, but I, <laughs> but I have. I had a friend who threatened me with a samurai sword, but what? I moved. <laughs> I moved faster than he could get to it. Uh huh. And I just screamed, "I am upon you!" <laughs> and like I was just on him and just like shaking him, and and I and I like you know he couldn't get to a sword or anything, and I was like. You want to talk shit, and you like want to talk about like karateing your friend with a samurai sword, but like I'm here, man. I'm on top of you. You can't yeah. you can't react faster than I can move, which is something because I'm yeah. I'm like now, I was like I'm still six. I was still six two. I was six two, but I was like well within the two hundred pound, two hundred and twenty pound range. So now, like, why did you utter "I am upon you"? Like, tell me about like because it sounds cool. Because it sounds cool. Yeah, there's just there's just certain sayings that I don't know. They just like creep into my mind, and I'm like, "I am upon you," and like, <laughs> just like, 
and like i was just like on like i was again sitting on the like sitting on the floor and he was behind me on a couch and i just was able to like get up and do a 180 and then just like be on top of him and just like no no sword for you just me just all me all now why did you have a samurai sword i didn't have a samurai sword he did okay but why why where um, was this as- not have decorative blades in your home no we have children <laughs> so oh well so this was 10 years ago maybe okay 10, 10 years ago no more how old am i yeah no longer I'm just, I'm just picturing that scene from boogie nights when they're trying to about- sell that, that weird guy drugs and he's got the pistol and the chinese yeah. kid is just lighting off the fireworks is that your life david crispino maybe <laughs> yeah no it was about 20 years ago i guess now that i think about it it was 20 years ago so or, or maybe 19 either or it was in that era or early 20s okay. we'll say that um, so we have, we had decorative, decorative samurai swords. Yeah. Yeah. So right, I mean, I was given a weird, like knife for my birthday. Was like, it a ceremonial I, blade? It looks like a ceremonial. It looked like a ceremonial blade. I think I still have it. I was given like a K bar and this knife. And like, I lived in my parents' basement. I could see that. That's this is very much a I lived in my parents' basement story. I lived in my parents' basement. Ceremonial yep. blades for your and birthday. My, my uh my cat was being chased by my parents' dogs. All this checks out. And so they had they had uh, a golden retriever and two Australian shepherds and they they would le- le- let they would let the fucking dogs down into my room even though I told them like don't let the dogs down in my room. They come down, they fuck shit up. And so like they chased my cat around and my cat jumped in, in a way that, so the knife was just like, just like on a plaque horizontal, but my okay. cat jumped in a way where its stomach was caught and would, it just stabbed it. Ooh. And like, oh, no. I came home after work I, I think this was when I was like working in the restaurant and like my dad was like, yeah, I heard something downstairs and I like went down. There's like fucking blood everywhere. Wow. And my cat is just like acting weird. And so I like flipped her over and her stomach was like just filled with like, you could see like a big bruising and like blood. And I was just like, dad, what the fuck happened? I was like, oh, I let the dogs down and blah, blah, blah. I was like, you let the fucking dogs down. They terrorized my cat. The cat now just jumped on a fucking knife. I have to take it to the emergency room for the vet. And like, I don't know why you leave the fucking dogs down here because they just like eat cat shit and like fuck my room up. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's like, I don't know, son, deal with it. And it's like, sweet, like 500 to a thousand dollar fucking vet bill. And then, like, oh, am I allowed to curse? I apologize. Yeah, you're Maybe fine. Like, we're, Dave, um, we're way past that at this point. <laughs> we are so far. I like so, how you, you literally said like 30 cuss words and we're like, yeah, we allowed to swear like yeah dude we're, we're <laughs> way yeah yeah the the the, the 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 titanic hit the iceberg we're going down baby yeah, we're, we're going down. down fast like we're fine so that was an awful thing and i don't know that all to the point of when i where we grew up which is rural maryland mm-hmm. i uh decorative blades decorative swords were it's a rural maryland thing decorative blades everybody all my friends had decorative blades or like batons like telescopic batons nunchucks are big we see we went through because i believe we're all similar ages yes i'm 40 i'll I'll be 44 this year i just turned 40 in july okay so we're all contemporaries Contemporaries. um we're broadcasting live on twitch we're talking to david crispino whose book ancient noises uh launching it launched yesterday on kickstarter no yes oh well this is this is coming out next monday so it launched last week it's just time it's just time wednesday the 15th time is a flat (laughs) circle that's all yes to quote it uh, launched the 15th to quote the prophets from deep space nine time is a flat circle but (laughs) where i'm from we were uh very chinese throwing stars that was the jam like everybody had chinese throwing stars of course big flea market big flea market uh community out here throwing stars big deal yeah. and 
katanas you know you go to the to a bamboo a nice place where the bamboo grew and you uh you run through hacking and slashing brass knuckles brass knuckles the canucks yeah <laughs> i mean you gotta so i mean it's it's just interesting though i mean like what a dumb weapon throwing stars were like they're not really gonna hurt anybody you can only use it really once the guy's gonna get it and throw it back at you. Like it's just uh, it's, yeah, unless, you gotta figure out where to throw it. Maybe like in the femoral artery area around the, the pelvis, the uh, pelvis and or thighs. Okay. The neck area, <laughs> neck to eyes. Okay. But that's most likely you're gonna hit the thorax, you know, if, yeah. you're, if you're great, you know. Don't uh oh, abdominal man. areas are gonna so, get hit with Chinese stars. I'm so glad that my kids won't have to deal with any of that stuff. But yeah, man. Um, so we're talking to David Crispino today. He's a very good guy. We've known David for a very long time. Uh, his book Ancient Noise is live right now on Kickstarter. This is the trade, right, Dave? This is the trade. It nice. it'll collect five issues. Uh, so we're yeah. So we're doing trade paperback collection and issue five for those of you who have been with us since the beginning noise that is, that is so, very smart yeah so i figured why not package it all in one instead of do the whole like oh well we're gonna do the fifth issue and then we're gonna do the trade paperback or do the we're gonna do the fifth issue and you can get the rest of the others you know in singles and then do the trade paperback yeah because in the indie as you know in the indie market people are still the same they still there are trade waiters yes so might as well give it give the people what they want that's what you and, can do uh, right the people who have been like i said the people who've been with us we got issue five and the people who were just joining us we got the whole trade paper pack and it'll be nice it'd be very nice do you have There's any special plans coming. for the epic finale of ancient noise ah a long winter's nap <laughs> no i mean like uh, you know, Bob and I were talking about like conventions and things like that, but I, I don't think, I don't think I have anything really planned. I may go and start something at collector's corner for like a little like send off type thing. I was thinking about going to see Tony for his birthday in October. Like there's just, there are ideas floating around, but it's all about like comfort level and whether yeah. I want to, uh, you know, I want to, whether I want to commit or not. Well, um, I think that's a good way to that's a good way to kind of handle it and go about it like your own personal comfort level. You know, yeah, like if, if right. you were comfortable doing something like we were talking earlier before you came on, Kevin, uh, I am doing NYCC with the Pro Pass, uh, Baltimore and C2E2. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm not going to touch anybody like like and I'm comfortable with that. Um, so I think it's all based on your own personal level of comfort. No problem here, man. You know, like <laughs> yeah. going to New York makes me nervous because I'm flying there, but Baltimore and Chicago, I'm just driving in. So I'm going to be in my stinky car the whole time. So, I mean, like, right. what does it matter at that point? YOLO. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I think I plan on driving to New York, but not for the Comic-Con for Christmas lights. Oh, really? I, uh, I love the Yule, the Yule All log. Right. You don't seem like but, uh, a, you don't seem you don't seem like a Christmassy dude to me. My father has had instilled Christmas in us, and uh, yeah, I'm still all about it. Still about that's, fire, fire and lights and gifts. And that's awesome. That, that fucking fat man in a red suit. I'm all about it. That's all about it. That's I wonderful actually, to hear. I'd actually want to get to a point in my life where i can be a buff santa claus i want to i want to get fitter and be a sexy santa oh, wow. i think that's a goal all right that's hey, a lot that's a life goal for david crispino david crispino <laughs> david crispino sexy santa sexy, sexy saint santa. Nick. now what would you... i mean my dad looked like a like a mall santa basically he's like six four like 300 some pounds just like massive man beard like santa so what would you do with this sexy Santa persona? Like, what's your what's your eventual goal with that? Maybe make a calendar. 
All right. All right. Amazing. I'm really. Is it going to be like? Is, is, I, I'm, I'm down with this. This is. I, I, I would buy a calendar. So yeah. Santa through the year. Like, what is he doing? I mean, I'm sure we we've all seen these, but like sexy Santa through that year. We're not even sexy. Just like my creepy ass. Just doing creepy ass weird <laughs> shit. All right. From January to December, like he's, re- he's reading comics in October. You know, yeah, he's, like, uh, he's he's reading comics in December too. What is no. he? This, this Santa's reading comics comic all a day. The time. It'll just be like a comic a day, and it'll just like <laughs> little pictures of me with every date. It's just like just well oiled, well oiled Santa reading comics. There you go. I did I did want to have a nice <clears throat> thigh piece of like Punisher, Nick Fury, um, Roland of Gilead, and like. Uh, the man with no name and they were all like shirtless like just a pile of man just bullets and just rubbing each other with gun oil like that's what i want for a tattoo on my thigh that's yeah. what i say I want. that sounds very busy i'm gonna <laughs> I, I think I, I think much like writing comics it's like one action per panel and i think you're you're really going over the limit there on actions nah. <laughs> it's one action it's rubbing <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you have the words on there, do you feel lucky, punk? Well, do you? <laughs> Maybe just get all the Clint Eastwood characters like rubbing each other, so it's just Clint Eastwood a it's, whole bunch of times. It's, it's like the multiverse now of Clint you're Eastwood. Yeah, like yeah. it's the man and with no like, name. It's Dirty yeah. Harry. It's the guy yeah. from uh, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Like it's that guy over and over and over again, just rubbing each other and like. Oh, they just have like cry macho like yeah. around it. <laughs> 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 I've heard really. Good things about his new movie. That's I don't know good. If, I don't know if you're an Eastwood fan. <clears throat> I don't know if I am or not. I've I've watched the uh, you know I've actually I've watched the westerns. That's about it. Okay, so you've never seen like Heartbreak Ridge. Your dad didn't make you watch Heartbreak Ridge. I loved Heartbreak up. Ridge, no, dude. I, I saw that movie so many times. Me too. Up. I loved it when I was a kid. It used to come on HBO all the time. It was on HBO constantly. The Ayatollah of Rock and Roll Up, man. You should do yourself a favor. Watch Heartbreak Ridge. It's pretty good. Yes, it is pretty good. It's Mario Van Peebles and Clint Eastwood. And like Clint Eastwood is like some broken down, like gunny sergeant in North Carolina who who's just like a drunk who kind of just is meandering around his military career. And he's got this group of ragtag losers and they go to Granada. Like it's just this really weird movie. All right. But it's, <laughs> but the thing is though, it's free. It's really good. I like it Mario is really good. Peebles. I mean, yeah, he's like it. He's, yeah. he's like, he's like the main guy that carries the cast. Yeah. Oh, so, well, yeah. What he's, is it called again? It's called Heartbreak Heart Ridge. Ridge. Oh, there it is. He, uh, Mario Heartbreak. Van- Mario Van Peebles plays like a a, 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 Marine. a rock and roll guy. Yeah. He's like oh, a rock fuck. And... Everett McGill's in it. Yeah, everybody's in this movie. Like it's actually pretty good. Big Ed. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I remember. I don't know why, but I watched this movie all the time growing up. Harper Tom Villard, isn't he from uh, the John Cusack movie? Better off dead. Yeah. Possibly. He's like the brother. I don't know. Like, everybody's in that movie, man. Like when you watch it and you see the other guys that are soldiers in that movie, you're like, oh, I've seen that guy before. No, not Better Off Dead. The um, it's like, <laughs> it's the summer. It's with Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, uh, yeah, that is him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, One Crazy Summer. Yeah. One Crazy Summer. Hoops. His name was Hoops. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I as a kid, it's another one that as a kid that I watched all the time. Oh. Jeremy Piven's in that one too. Yeah. Jeremy oh, he, Piven plays he's the bad guy, right? Jeremy, Jeremy Piven plays one of the douchey, uh, one of the douchey yeah. like uh, high <laughs> high flatutin uh, fancy boys. He died in '94 at age 40. What a fucking bummer! Yeah. Oh, I like how you're 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 mourning a man who died 30 years ago. Hey, man. It's news to you, right? It's news to me, and. You got to keep that immortality going, baby. Yeah, it's true. You got to let them keep it going. Keep the, keep the names alive. But I would recommend Oops. Heartbreak Ridge. And uh, I'm I, don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I've been uh, – Norm MacDonald passed away today. I know. I saw. Yeah. That's that's a bummer, man. I've well, been, not I, today. Last week, right? No, he died today. Oh, yeah. Today? Well, I guess. Law, recording bitch. today. Recording yeah. died last, yeah. last Tuesday. Yes. I've been. I've spent most of the rest of my day just watching Norm Macdonald clips on YouTube, and goddamn, what a genius that guy was! It's a damn shame. 
Makes me sad. Norman, it, it is. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. We th there's no better we can report than than Norman McDonald. We can report. Yeah, it's very sad. Do yourself a favor and watch his. Have you seen his Netflix special? I don't think I have. Watch it. It's I have good. not either. It's good. It's okay. really good. Do yourself a favor. Watch some Norm McDonald stuff. But yeah, let's talk about some happy stuff. Let's talk about some happy things. Let's talk yeah, about yeah. let's talk about super smart monkeys that have okay. giant apes. Rob Liefeld esque blasters and <laughs> pouches and shit. I love the design. I love your book so 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 much, Dave. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Tony and I did a did a good good work. I think it was good work. It's it was like. There's a lot. There's a lot, like in our personal lives. There was like a lot of heart heartache and loss, but like we got the book done, and that's really fucking cool. Yeah. But um, I mean, he and I wanted to do like, I guess yeah. Like you put it, you put it well with like a like a '90s homage, like all the suits and the the big guns and the wild action, and then I just get sometimes I get like drawn into weird shit. And, and introspective and you get yeah, very introspective at times yeah yeah so that's just what i do i think i think i think that's what makes the book really awesome though from my standpoint on the book is like you know you have all these really cool things that could just be you know surface level but then that book goes a little bit deeper and and it continues to do that as you go on i i mean i i don't think i did a bad job with the words, and I think Tony did an excellent job with the art, and I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't get some of the better, like, I, I got some of the best collaborators, I think. I think it's just good folks telling good stories together. I don't know. It feels good. It feels good to be done and to move on to something different, but, like, again, like, this book... I don't know. It start it started out differently than where it ended, I guess. I don't know. My process for this book was bad. I'll be honest with Do that. Tell. Like, tell us about that. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, interesting. Like the way I did this book was like was poorly, which was I would write an issue and like do some edits and then like send it to tony and he'd draw it and then like i do an issue do some edits send it to tony doing it but like i never did the complete story and then like went back and like massaged stuff into previous issues or or like do a little uh foreshadowing or anything like that and it just mostly was like I wouldn't it's not like fever dreamed but it's like basically like write an issue and then like fall asleep and then something weird would come into my head and then i'd be like oh that would be cool in ancient noise just fucking make them do this <laughs> and like go in that direction and then it's just like like I, for all my like i don't know faults with the book like and i'm not trying to bash it or shit on it it's just like i really like what i did but also I know that I could do better. And well, that's, that's a very good way to look at your own work though. Cause it, 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 it's weird to me when I meet newer creators who are like, this thing's fucking great. And it's like, I mean, I know you think it's probably pretty fucking great, but I think it's pretty great. I mean, yeah, but, it's good I mean that, but it's good that you can go like, Oh man, I could have done some things differently. And you've been working on this thing for so long now. Do you go back for and so long? Do you go yeah. back and read issue one and go, man, I'm in such a better place as a, as a writer now than I was when we started this journey. I do. And I thank I thank Tony a lot for sticking with me and, 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 and collaborating with me and co-creating this whole book with me. And like, and it was just like, yeah, I can, I, I mean, both of us, right? Like he and I can both look at this series and we can see the progression of our craft. Uh, I think like a hundred percent, I think it's like really obvious. Um, and also like getting more comfortable with, with uh, each other and like talking about like scripts and stuff like that and panel layout and things like that. It's just like, just fucking uh, let me know what's going on. And it's just like, this is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It, I, I think like it. 
I think your I, objectivity again, on it is what Bob is talking about. Your objectivity on your creative process, because sometimes people think, well, that book, that book is awesome because I did it. And of course it's awesome. Like he's like Bob was saying earlier. And you're like, well, it well, got better as we got, as we went along. But I mean, so. there, there are cases where like, I'll go back and read something that I, we, Kevin and I did many moons ago and I'll go, wow, that was pretty, some of that's pretty rough. And I look at the stuff we're doing now, like, wow, we're, we've gotten so much better. And right, I think this... when, when you're able to do that as a writer, you're improving. Like if you go back and you read the first thing you ever wrote and you're like, this is fucking brilliant. Then you're so far up your own ass. Like you've got no shot. You're like you're just fucking done, you know? Who knows though? I mean, this is a, uh, this is a wild industry. And I, I feel like, I don't feel like you could be, <laughs> you could be honest with yourself and nobody give a fuck, or you could be up your own ass and nobody give a fuck, or you could be up your own ass and everybody love you. Or you could is be honest true? with yourself and everybody love you. It's so weird. It's fickle. <laughs> It's fickle. It's a fickle industry. I, I'm just, it's just fickle being a fucking creative and like having any sort of uh, community, right? Like, like you're saying, like you meet writers, you meet artists, you meet musicians, you meet anybody. And they're just like, they're up their ass or they're like a little more introspective and they're a little bit more reserved. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's wild. Creating is wild. Because you can tell when people are being honest and you can tell when people are fibbing, but you can't tell someone to like it. They just have to fucking like it, right? You, you have to have an audience or a preferred reader or whatever, and they, they just have to dig your shit, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, of course, like, if you're out in the public and you're a dick, right people then like, eh. i don't support that guy's work or gal's work or person's work because they suck butt like did you see what they tweeted today <laughs> like, but i mean i mean not saying that sucking butt is bad i think that you can suck well you're butt. using suck sucking butt in a bad way i'm in a bad way with like poop yeah. but then again you could like poop so yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> I like how you're trying to make a point but not kink shame all at the same time. Like, yeah, I'm not. You're doing if this you're into it. Cool. You're doing this delicate dance. Yes. <laughs> Sucking butt derogatorily, like with teeth or something. Maybe you, like you, you, you mean shit. you mean they're just weren't nice people. They're just not nice people. Yes, and that's what they were, and they and they tweeted something yeah. that wasn't very nice, and you saw that, and then you're like, oh well, I, I can't. I don't want to support their work. They're not nice people, right? Yeah. That um, happens. That's, that's a big that part of this happen. business i think though yeah. it's just being genuinely nice like just be nice to people like I think how hard genuine, is it how yeah. hard is it to be nice it's not it's not hard at all no. it makes people's day sometimes i i like holding the door open for people generally like just because just because people don't expect it and if it's not an automatic door they're so pleased that you held the door open for them it's, it's very yeah. strange to see how pleased someone is just from holding open a door i'm like I mean, I feel like this is just a common courtesy gesture. I don't even feel like it's even really me being nice. It's just something that, that I would want somebody to do for me if I was walking in the door. So, I mean, yeah. Hey, man. YOLO. Yeah. You got to be you got to be cool to people. Yeah, no and, the, and, and, and Ancient Noise isn't the first thing you've worked on with Tony, is it? You've worked on other things with Tony. It's right. Yeah, we've we worked on a, a couple one shots and a serial. So our first one of the first works that we did together was the adversary which was like our sword and sorcery kind of like conan uh twilight zone episode where like God. shit just doesn't go right and like i'd like i'd like to i'd like to go back to that world and like get a little bit more deeper into them them guts with that like i want to like expound <laughs> and like play there again and then uh we did a Lovecraftian like horror coming of age thing called uh, the Malediction of Maxwell Fitzsimmons. That's a nice. That that's was... a nice title. That's a great title. It is. Uh, I have to give it to my friend Evan. Um, he actually like emailed or texted me when I was trying to figure out like a fucking title for this book, and he was just like, "Malediction's a cool word," and I was like, "It is." And like, what is it where you have all the mm's? Like, what is it? Uh, 
Alliteration. Alliteration. Alliteration, yes. It was on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, I don't want to say this and sound like an idiot, but now I sound like an idiot anyway, so fuck it. (laughs) Um, So there's a little bit of alliteration in there, and like, so we did that, we had a lot of fun, and then um, we were doing Ancient Noise, and then our friends uh, Joe Keating and Leila Del Duca asked us to do a serial in the back of Shutter, and um, that's cool. That was and that was Taft Sturgeon, and like so we did like I think like seven five pagers, like a little that's cool little fun buns, and then we we did we of course we did Kickstarters for all those. Uh, You can get all that kind of stuff. It was going to be on this Kickstarter. Was all the of of all your previous works together? Uh, Um, no, no, but I don't know yet because we're in the future. But I don't have the answer for the past. Yeah, mm. See, this is what happens when time travel gets involved. It just everybody exactly. Just all. So, as of this conversation, yes, as of this conversation, yes, I am offering uh, certain add ones um, because, uh, as you know, print material goes away and sometimes it's not worth printing as a uh, self-publisher like it's not worth that uh financial burden yet or again unless it's needed and so uh as of now i'm offering certain things as add-ons uh you can go to comiXology and find all of our stuff digitally uh i am also launching a website that's oh, that's big news. Look at you. Welcome, it is, to, it might, welcome it might to 1998, Fred. <laughs> well, this is in the future that you're launching a website, not in the past. I don't know if you guys have heard of this thing called the internet. No, no, no I haven't. It may have happened already. It may have happened already, but uh, davidcrispino.com is is going to be a thing. Now, do you have oh, wow, an introspective author picture, or is it just well-oiled Santa holding gifts? So... I'm supposed to be getting a, some headshots done <clears throat> in the past. Okay. You're having uh, way too much fun with this. I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm supposed to be getting some headshots done by a friend uh, in the following days. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll play with that. Now, what, want... kind, what kind of outfits do you have picked out for the, the headshots? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have any outfits picked out. Uh, what the fuck, man? I, I fucked up. And I don't know what to do. Um, I'm sort of like out of my Grant Morrison phase where it's like, oh, wear a suit and a tie and like look fucking sharp all the time. Uh-huh. And I'm like back in my like, oh, you dress like you're 12 years old from the fucking Target catalog or the Sears catalog. <laughs> Sweet. Right. Um, but maybe you can get like fun. You can hats. mix the two. Yeah. You can mix the two. You can actually like I get like a sport coat will. with a t-shirt and then and then I, you look like an author, you know? I probably like, will. And but, I do but have But you're serious coats. too? But like I've grown. I've like gotten bigger and I don't think any of my clothes that sport coat fits well anymore. Well, that'll so be a fun that could be a fun picture. Muscular guy in a little coat kind of vibe. Yeah. Just like yeah. Fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, well, I, I, up. I don't know if you got I mean because you know you said you've gotten bigger you said you've been working out so I thought you were like bulking up bro like, is that fucking, weird that I'd like to talk about so this is like gains. a first time in my it's it's a first time in my life stuff gains is a first time in my life stuff I've okay. uh, naturally been genetically blessed with like just size and strength like and of course I'm a landscaper and I've always been like a physical person. That's I a never hard did job. Sports. That's a hard job. Yeah. I never did sports. I've never really lifted weights consistently as I have this year. Um, I ended up, so I play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and in my commander pod uh, group, our, one of our friend, his name's Jim, he was a professional bodybuilder. Uh. And so he was talking about how he wants to get back into lifting weights. And I was like, I'd like to get back in the lift. I'd like to actually lift weights. Um, and so one thing that I guess the pandemic has helped me do is like shape my mind and prepare my mind for a uh, like self-care 
Uh, I have been in therapy since 2014, but I like just decided to get on medication like last year in October. Mm -hmm. And like, there's all these things that are starting to fall into place. And we're talking about like almost even like a 10 year mark with comics Mm -hmm. too. Like I made my first comic in like around 2012. Um, And so I started lifting weights and like, I've always romanticized lifting weights because I'm also a big like Henry Rollins fan. And so I like used to read a lot of his uh, journals and like listen to a spoken word and all that stuff. But like, I could never keep up with it. And I think that's because of depression and anxiety and a lack of focus and a lack of like, I don't know, there, a lack of something within myself. <laughs> and so this past year, <laughs> it only took me till I was fucking 40. To hey figure man, it out better late than never and self-care but, is important and you and, right. and it's good that you figured that out that, that it is important to take care of yourself both body and mind so, so yeah I are you feeling better though are you feeling yeah. better about everything uh, like mentally, i am physically that is yeah. fantastic sir so uh, yeah i started lifting weights and like feeling a lot better and like i i ended up like leg pressing a thousand pounds a couple weeks ago and like wow. that was a first time for me ever like bench press like 190 pounds 180 pounds you can give yourself which, a 10 extra i'm cool with yeah yeah just 180 <laughs> um that's still really good that's yeah good. like i never i've never done that and so like being able to to do that and like i don't know man it's a big deal i that's guess awesome. and like yeah. it goes with writing comics like as you all know like it's like you put the reps in right you do the sets like you have to show up you have to look at the fucking blinking cursor and you have to fucking talk to it you have to write in the notebook you have to write draw on the boards you know you have to show up and like this is helping me develop a consistency that in the past i've never had and like i said like this year like i really want to level up my game i want to be somebody who is as consistent with writing as i am now with lifting weights with like friendship with love with care like i want to be honest and genuine with my work and uh i felt like the past few years like especially after losing my dad like it's just been fucking hard to actually sit down and focus Mm -hmm. but going back to um joe keating like he and i speak on a regular basis and like he and i like try to do that whole like you know did you write today did you write today did you write today did you write today and like just to keep that sort of consistency going and um it's been really helpful like so ancient noise is like it's kind of like so if we want to go back to like what you were saying like are you going to do anything special ancient noise is kind of like this like kickoff of like i don't know i think like bigger and better things for for especially myself that's awesome and i know tony is all like blowing up like skyrocketing right now like he's got a ton of work (laughs) you you folks included yes (laughs) and like you know he's got books on he's got books on dark horse and like you know he's just he's just he's a workhorse man and like i look up to him and i look at his effort and his work ethic and like i just i just i want to fucking hang See, that's the cool part about comics i think too is like trying to find motherfuckers that want to do the work like yeah. every everybody you go to a show go to a con hang out at a table everybody's got a fucking sketchbook everybody's got a notebook full of ideas and most of those notebooks have four drawings in them and the rest of the pages are blank most of those writers that say oh, i want to be a writer what you got oh i got i got some characters i got an idea yeah i, I got an idea, idea. no nah, man that idea. shit ain't it like you gotta fucking put in the work and when you can find collaborators that are dedicated and are putting in the work i think it helps you get more motivated and the rising tide raises all the ships because right. I can t- I can tell you working with Tony now it's like well fuck I don't want to fuck up Tony's shit I don't want to let him down we got to get this script done right 
you know, like we, we got to do it. Like we, we had a deadline for um, uh, Dust Pirates 3, the third issue of that. Tony's draw. He finished the second one. We got the third one. The <laughs> deadline I didn't take into consideration Labor Day weekend. And I'm like, oh, man, we're like two days behind. I'm so mad. And Tony's like, dude, it's cool. I was like, no, dude, we said it was going to be done this day. It's not done this day because I didn't take Labor Day. And I was like angry at myself for making that mistake. And he's like, dude, it's fine. We got this thing. And like the script's yeah. done. We're just doing the rewrites. We're just on doing it. the rewrites. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, but it's just that mindset that like, no, yeah. dude, like we all have to be on board to get this done. And it really makes you feel just in tune and in sync together. And that's a really great feeling when you're, when you're working with someone like that. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I like when and people agree with me. It's one of, it's one of the best feelings in comics is what I would say, because sometimes you, you get stuff done and then like, you might not get art for it for like a month, you know, like, but then sometimes you work with an artist, like you said, that you're in sync with and they're into doing the story. And then they're like, can't wait to start drawing the story then you start sending them pages and you get you get art back right away and that's like christmas time so you know it's, it's from our sexy santa claus santa yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um so how much uh how much are you asking for for this trade bro how much am i asking for you know what let no, me pull this I up no idea uh it's it's 24.99 for sure i know that um that's the sticker price that's not bad I don't think so. Uh, it's five I, issues, bro. It's like a hundred pages of books, right? Oh, it's a it's a hundred. I think it's hundred and eighteen pages of content. Wow, that's wonderful. That. that is that's beautiful. Because I think Tony and I did like twenty four pages for first issue, and then twenty six pages for the last issue, and then everything in between was like twenty two. That's cool. Something like that. So you're but rocking it out. I'm right. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm pulling it up because I can. So yeah. yeah, so uh eight dollars. This is in the okay, so we're talking US prices, baby. So eight bucks you can get uh ancient noise five. That's with shipping. Okay. I'm just okay. it's just it's just easier for me to just like slam it in there. Um, you know, there'll be digital rewards. I, I do care about print more. I'm a print guy. Um so the sticker price, like I said, is twenty four ninety nine on uh, on the back of the book, but the trade paperback is going to be thirty bucks, and you'll get that's with shipping included. That's so awesome. I apologize to anybody who's like, "Oh, you said it was twenty five, but um, it's going to be thirty bucks. You get the trade paperback, you get the digital and print, of course. Uh, Tony's going to be doing commissions. Uh, hit the pages are going to be available from the from the fifth issue to be purchased. And then, um, like I said, Tony doing commissions and that's two tiers of commissions. That's a nine by 12 and 11 by 17 people who have, um, supported me in the past, such as you find fellows, like you'll see it's very cut and dry. Like my previous ones have been, you get the book and Tony can do some art for you if you'd like, mm -hmm. uh, some of the add-ons, my friend uh, Mike Riley um, of a Regulord's fame. He's you can follow him on Twitter if you'd like. That's it's really cool. fun. Mm -hmm. uh, he's done stickers for me in the past. He's nice. done uh, like pinups and stuff like that. So you can add a nice sticker pack. Um, of course, you can add on more books if you want. Like if you want another trade paperback for your friend, or if you just want an extra issue or two. I also did, be, again, back to the Magic the Gathering thing, a friend of mine, John DeCampos, um, designed a, uh, a token, and you can buy those as well. That's fun. Yeah. And and no, and no, this is your chance now. Like, you, you just need the sexy Santa pictures taken and then include them as an add-on tier, yeah. you know? It's your chance, Steve. I, I see your shot, sir. Yeah. You're right. It, it's your chance, you know. All you have to do is is get those pictures done and autograph sexy Santa picture for oh, you know. Now the pressure's on. I don't for know eight, what to for do. For eight ninety nine USD, I mean, <laughs> you get an autograph picture of me in a Santa outfit. Yeah, I mean, like shirtless, 
suspenders, I mean, big coat, li- lift, lifting the weight <laughs> with one hand and like a, a Santa sack in the other. You got like a like you're curling, and then like Santa's like he's into his gains, you know. Maybe well, maybe it's a sack and like an axe. I mean, okay. this all sounds pretty hot, is what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll see it's, what we, we'll see what we have what we do. We'll see what we do. Well, I'm I'm rooting for you, man. Like I'm so happy that you guys are are finishing this book because I mean this is a rarity in independent comics. You don't have a publisher and this is, you don't have a publisher because you don't want one. Like I know when people go self-publishing is bullshit. Like you're, you're doing the self-publishing <laughs> shit because you want to like, and, that. and you've, and you've <laughs> seen, but my point is you've seen this thing all the way through from one to five. And that's quite an accomplishment, my man. So you should, you should. Uh, well, thank uh, you. Yeah. I mean, you guys rafters. are there too. You know, you guys are there too. Yeah. You do the same thing. So it's like, and it sucks. That's why I'm trying to give you some. <laughs> it's credit. hard. You should be awesome. I wouldn't say it sucks, but it is fucking hard. Like, yeah. uh, self-publishing is tough. And like, what what can you do? You you either do it or you don't. And like, yeah, you either do it or you don't. Um, I have these stories that I want to tell. Um, maybe I am not. Uh, maybe I'm not. My that the skill with pitching or whatever the that skill, people have the skill. There is a skill and a talent that goes with um, making things into very neat packages that are easily grasped and sellable. And um, that that is not to say that I have anything wrong with that. It's just to say that I personally don't have that skill yet. That's a, that's a whole other skill set. It's a whole other skill set, and you know, I got like like anybody and everybody, you got to cut your teeth on something, man. Yeah. You gotta you gotta show up. You gotta make comics. It goes back to to what we were just talking about a little while ago. It's like you gotta show up. You gotta do the work, and like me personally, the only way that I know that I'm going to get better in this game is if I keep making comics and I keep telling stories that I I I want to read. Maybe maybe again, maybe some publishers want to read it. Maybe some publishers don't want to read it. Either way, I would like to read it, and I would like to, you know, collaborate with people. I'd like to make new friends. I'd like to um, indulge in imagination and, like, I don't know, shake the landscape up a little bit. Yeah. It's just fun. Like, in comics, it, it, I mean, it's doofy to say, but it's, I mean, it's truthful. Like, comics are very spiritual for me, like... There's a lot of like, I don't know, shamanistic energy to them all. Like there's a there's a ton of like magic and sigil work and all of, like people are especially with genuine comics, like you can feel people talking to you through yeah. their works. And like I just think that's like super cool and super important. And I think I think art is is fun. Funny bunnies. This was a really great interview. It was. It was, it was on a different. It was on a different plane, right there. No, no. Really, I'm really happy with the way this turned out. Transcended. Uh, I mean, yeah, man, you're like, whoosh, you're out there, bro. <laughs> you've been, which is like fantastic. a Zozi. Yeah. Like a Zozi. <laughs> it is. It you've is. Been, you've been crushing. Bob, did did Kevin tell you about my? Face I did or? not. No. It, it's it's his character from Star Wars. A okay. force sensitive navigator who's like into like feel it, man. Feel the galaxy, man. You gotta like it's the cosmos <laughs> yeah. is talking to you because he hasn't quite grasped that it's like oh, it's the force, or at least that's how I'm playing it. Yeah, it, it, it's very fun to watch him do because that's that's fun. Yeah, he's he's got a fun character. Yeah, it's always fun to play something that's kind of outlandish. Like I play a Starfinder game, uh, and I play. Uh, uh, do you know much about Starfinder? I do. I play an uplifted bear, which is just I don't. A, which is a, <laughs> okay. Um, there's uplifted animals in Starfinder. Starfinder is basically Pathfinder in space. Yeah, right. That's um, that's as far as I got. There's a whole bunch of different races, and one of them is it's called an uplifted bear, and it's just a bear in space. Um, my bear in space is a pacifist. It's not anthropomorphic. No, kind of, sort of. It's he's just a bear. It's just a bear in space. Like so, picture a giant grizzly bear in space. But But, it talks and walks and yeah, it talks and walks and has like mental abilities and stuff like uh, telepathy. Um, 
but I play a, a pacifist bear who like doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to do anything. He's just like, look, man, I want to just go back to nature, bro. And it's so much fun to play something that you're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Looking for a forest planet, man. Yeah, I just yeah. want to fucking chill out. Yeah, like that's, that's my whole vibe. <laughs> that's so, like, fun. You my know? star, my star's character is very different from David. So, like, <laughs> I play, I play the the sleazy guy who always talks his way out of everything. So I that's mean, what I'm playing. I'm down with that. <laughs> I I like the character I play though. He's fun. He's he's uh. Yeah, I think I think I think it's a great campaign. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad it. you guys are having fun together. And I'm glad you were able to join us, uh, David. Your Kickstarter is live right now check out the ancient noise get the trade you're going to enjoy yourself and you're going to help a, a great creator do great things man thank you so well, much thanks. i yeah. appreciate it thank you man what a great time what a great Lovely time indeed. yeah <laughs> David Cuspino, his book, Ancient Noise, is live right now on Kickstarter with our main man, Tony Grigori. Tony Grigori. Mr. Kickstarter. He's like three Kickstarters in a row, dude. He's Mr. Like, Dark Horse, Mr. Kickstarter, Mr. Gonna Give You Some Original Art for a Decent Price. Go go check it out. You're going to want some of that yeah. some of that Ancient Noise swag that they're going to be bringing you. Really cool, man. So check that out. Uh, he's a good dude. Next week, we got a big show. We're doing a lot of fun stuff. So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you listening. And uh, yeah, man, so we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.